What's going on, Kaniacs? This is Editing Walker here. For today's episode, we teamed up with Mr. John Schick from the Lockdown Rangers. This is part one of our talk with him because it did run kind of long, so be expecting part two out tomorrow. We hope you guys enjoy it, and we're going to get right into the episode. Hey there, Kaniacs and Rangers fans. I am Jared Ellis. And I am Walker Barrow, and I didn't think I'd be wearing a hoodie in June. And I am John Chick with the Rangers, and I am also wearing a hoodie. So here we are. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, I'm yes. wearing a emo kid shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's all good old white and chapel. Listen- and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And you can find me on Twitter at Barrow Walker. That's Arrow with a B. And if you're looking for me on Twitter, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers, and my personal Twitter, at JChick17. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> Lots of Twitters today. Um, <laughs> All of them. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, and this episode for us is brought to you by Rock Auto. Um, yes. Great prices, uh, great selection. Go on over to www.rockauto.com and tell them Locked On Her, Locked On New York Rangers sent you. <laughs> yes. Had to make sure we got that in there. Yes, um, absolutely. For so sure. <laughs> obviously, had to make had to make sure. Uh, I totally had a fucking brain fart there. Uh, <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> good old editing. <laughs> Here's yes. a little blooper for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, John has been on the show before. Another recurring guest as I hit my microphone. And uh, today we'll just kind of go back and forth about some Hurricanes uh, stuff and some Ranger stuff. Get John's thoughts on playoffs um, mm-hmm. and all that jazz. How does that sound to you guys? Sounds Watch great. Me. Ready to go. Yeah. Yes, sir. I think this uh, bird out on uh, the porch is probably on bath salts. But anywho, <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. He's, he's acting really funky. So, I don't know. Some he may have gotten into something. Some bad feed. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh boy. So now that some time has passed, John. Um, we were obviously bummed to see Julian Gauthier um, go on up to New York because he was a big fan favorite here. Um, mm-hmm. Now that you've been able to see him play some, what have been your thoughts on him? Uh, I mean, I like Gauthier. You know, I feel like uh, we Ranger fans still kind of getting to know him a little bit. I believe he only played in 12 or so games. Uh, I think it was exactly 12 games, actually, uh, before the right. season was paused. And for the most part, uh, if not exclusively, I think he was out there on the fourth line for the Rangers. So, I mean, kind of only getting about seven, maybe Mm -hmm. eight minutes per night. Uh, But the little bit I've seen of him, I really liked. I know he picked up a couple of assists for the Rangers, and he's kind of, uh, you know, given them at least a little bit of a scoring threat on, you know, as a bottom six forward, which is something the Rangers have lacked a little bit. But, you know, I like him. I I think he's got an interesting blend of speed and size, which is kind of rare. And I, I think there, I think I talked to you guys about this the last time we did a crossover, but in his debut at the Rangers, uh, they were playing the Blackhawks. And there was a play mm-hmm. where uh, mm-hmm. he just collected a loose puck off the boards and just kind of went right around the Blackhawks defenseman. And I don't think that the defenseman was expecting that out of him. And he basically just had to grab him 
and just take a holding penalty because otherwise he was going to go right to the net. But, uh, you know, right. he has a limited role right now. But like I said, the very little bit I've seen of him, I do like him. And I could see him, uh, you know, Capo Caco has type 1 diabetes, and there's been some talk about whether or not he's going to play. Uh, he's mm-hmm. typically on the third line. If Caco is unable to play, then I would imagine that Gautier would uh, move up maybe into that third line and we could see a little bit more of him in the playoffs. But uh, uh, to uh, kind of continue with the theme here, obviously they struck that chain, that, that trade. Um, what do you guys think of Brady Shea? How does he kind of fit in with the Hurricanes thus far? Um, personally, I like Brady Shea. There have been some people that have given him shit. Um, but he's played like seven games with the team. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're like, like, chill out. He's literally played seven games. Come on now. Um, but even in those seven games, I do like what I've seen from him. I think he's played pretty good so far. Um, sorry, I forgot to put my phone on silent. That's all right. But yeah, personally, I like what we've seen out of him. Uh, he's a good kid. Uh, whenever I met him once at a, up at the practice city, he was really nice, really friendly. He talked to everyone. Um, he didn't make himself seem like he's better than anyone. Like, oh, I came from New York City or whatever. Yeah. He was really nice to everyone. And he's yeah. played really good uh, for us in the limited number of games he's played for us. I think he'll yeah. be pretty good for us for the next few years because he has several years left on his contract. Yeah, I I always enjoyed watching Shea anytime we played the Rangers. He was always one of the guys in that sweater that I watched. He's just I like him as an all-around player. You know, I, I like his vibe, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Hey there guys, sorry to inter- interrupt your interview or our interview, I guess you could say, uh with John from uh the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. But I got great news, guys. I figured out the discharge hose that I need to get uh, for my car to fix my AC. And you know where I found it at? I found it at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, they have an amazing, amazing, amazing selection for just about any, well, not just about, just for any car you could possibly have uh, from the most nasty, beat-up Ford Pinto to the nicest uh, Rolls-Royce money can buy. They have the part you will need. Um, so go on over to www.rockauto.com and tell them Locked On Hurricane sent you. And I will be going over there in a minute to find the pump that I need to pump the moisture out of my AC after I put that new, new hose on. Yeah, I, I liked him too overall. You know, I, the one thing that kind of stuck in my craw as a Ranger fan is, you know, they've, they've gone through this rebuild. And, you know, it's understandable. And even now we're starting to see kind of the fruits of the labor of this rebuild. But you know, the Rangers said goodbye and they traded away so many guys, whether it's Zuccarello or Nash or Broussard. I mean, granted, they got Mika's advantage for Broussard, so we'll give them a pass there. But, um, right. you know, a lot of guys that they showed the door, you know, JT Miller, Kevin Hayes, the list goes on and on. And the one guy they kept was Brady Shea. And I'm just kind of like, huh, like that's the one guy that you felt like couldn't get away. I mean, I, I don't know. Overall, like I said, Shea, good, a good player. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I think maybe they kind of, overrated him at least a little bit but i'm glad to hear it's working out because by all accounts he really is a good guy and you know it's good to hear that he's kind of fit in uh nicely over there with the hurricanes yeah yeah he's fit in nicely um i think uh with our system i think he's doing well and especially with all the talent we have on defense uh dougie pesci um slavin gardner edmondson just so many guys i feel 
you mentioned you know, kind of him being maybe a little overrated up in New York. Those guys can maybe help elevate his game some. And plus, with Rod Brendamore being his head coach now as well, like, yeah. you know, you just go up. Um, and personally, same with uh, Gautier. Um, he definitely is green, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but he has a ton of upside. Um, there's a reason, like, everyone was pretty upset whenever he got traded um and why everyone at the uh tail end of the preseason start of the regular season everyone was like you know put him on the put him put him on the roster um because everyone was like mm-hmm. this guy is going to be a fucking stud in the nhl yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah absolutely and up in new york he definitely has some great people to learn from there as well as uh, benajad panarin like there's great guys up there that he can learn from to elevate his game. Oh, Brett yeah, I think he's still, yeah, I think he's going to be a stud, even if he's in a Rangers Jersey. Yeah. That may be the sure. one Rangers Jersey I get. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah. go. There you go. Yep. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a little bit about your goalie situation. Obviously you could go with uh, Peter Morazic or James Reamer in the playoffs. Um, and I was looking at their numbers. It looks fairly similar. Uh, mm-hmm. overall, but I, I know Morazic started most of the games uh, in the playoffs last year when you guys went on that crazy run to the conference finals. So, I mean, do you yeah. guys have any preference? Do you have any inkling as to who they will go with in net when, when they go up against the Rangers here in the playoffs? Hmm. Um, personally, I think it'll be Morazic, um, okay. simply because he was the one that was back from injury uh, before the yep. uh, season paused. Um, I think it'll be him. Because we honestly haven't heard anything about Reimer's injury, um, of even a timetable when he could be back. Um, so yeah, I'm almost positive they'll go with Morazic uh, in net then. But honestly, if Reimer was good to go, I'd be fine with him because he's done great things for us this season. Hell, yep. there was a good portion of the team or season there where he was the only reason we were still in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm, he was playing on fire. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say for me, it's it's really a toss up because you look at you look at Reimer's record, and I mean it's not stellar, but you look at how many games he's played. He's been in the league for a while. He's that veteran player, and Mrazek will obviously learn a lot from that. It's I feel like it's gonna be about fifty fifty. You know, I feel like Rod is gonna want to play both of them as much as he can whether that's back and forth or you play two games, you play two games, and we just see how it goes. I, if I really had to pick, I'm going to say Peter as well, just because he's young, he's ready to go, and Reimer has, has his moments. I mean, we've, we've seen that this past season. So it's, it's honestly a toss-up for me. Yeah, it kind of seemed that way, you know, looking at their numbers. Obviously, I don't see every yeah. Hurricanes game, but, uh, yeah, it looked like uh, there was definitely a discussion to be had there. Um, right. And mm-hmm. and then for the Rangers in that, I mean, I got to ask you guys, like, uh, obviously, Igor Shesterkin has kind of burst onto the scene here. But then again, you look at Henrik Lundqvist and he's kind of had the Hurricanes number over the years. Is there one guy you would uh, less like to face between the two of them? And I know you probably haven't seen that much of Shesterkin, but I'll just toss it out there as, you know, as far as your thoughts on the Ranger goalie situation. Um, I feel like... um. I'd rather face Igor um, simply because we haven't played him as much and the guys can maybe get something past him because Lundqvist plays so well against us. 
Yeah. Um, but that being said, I feel like the Rangers are going to put Lundqvist in net simply because he mm-hmm. plays so good against us. And then it's playoff time. He's the old vet. You know, he knows what he's doing. They're going to hit, give him the go-ahead to start off with, see how things go. If he's playing great, awesome. You know, if he's playing like crap, then Young Bucks going in. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I'd rather play Igor simply because we can maybe get something past him. Yeah. I mean, we. I feel like we've had more success against Shesterkin this past season. You know, when the Rangers come to Raleigh, it's it's like a curse. I guess you could say. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like the Rangers almost always win every time they come to Raleigh. There's just something about playing us at home, and really, even when we go to MSG, you know, we have our our difficulties with the Rangers, you know, and I feel like Shesterkin would be the least likely one, like Jared was saying, to be put in because Hank knows how we play. He plays top-notch hockey whenever he plays against us so i feel like they're obviously going to go with lundquist but i would like to see shesterkin it's funny like seeing him play yeah yeah you know he's he's an exciting young player and hopefully you know for the rangers somebody who can be there for a long time it's funny because i've actually kind of been leaning towards shesterkin but you guys have given me something to think about here (laughs) and how you brought all this up (laughs) (laughs) we have some different opinions (laughs) Yeah, yeah it will be interesting it will be interesting for both teams, really. They both got options in that. Um, yeah. And, yes. Uh, um, and then if Reimer isn't back for us, we still have Anton Forsberg that they're having on the roster as well that they pulled up from Charlotte. Um, yes. And he's a vet. You know, he played up in Chicago. I think he was on the 15 Cup team as well. So he has playoff experience yes. as well. Yeah. Um, so that's another one. I mean, he's not to the caliber of Peter or James. But he was playing pretty good uh, mm-hmm. at the tail end of the pause there, so yeah, I could also right. see him potentially being in the rotation because there hasn't been anything came out of him getting sent back down to Charlotte, even though the AHL season has been uh, canceled. Yeah, I still haven't heard anything about that. So we're operating under right. the assumption right now that he's still in the rotation. Yeah, and Forsberg was really playing for a little while there, a little bit better than Ned. Um, he definitely mm-hmm. oh, picked yeah. up some. Oh, of course, yeah, he yeah. was Ned for whatever reason. Ned was just flaking. I, I don't understand why, and it's probably just because I don't know. Young. Maybe he realized that he had to something to prove, especially coming off last season's Calder Cup win. So, but Forsberg mm-hmm. definitely had some moments where I was just like, he'd be brought up before Ned. So. I think, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think they made the right decision in keeping him up in Raleigh rather yeah. than Ned because Forsberg, he had the experience. He wasn't so green. Like Gautier wants Ned to be the guy up here, but he's very inexperienced. And it, frankly, it shows. Yeah. Uh, Ned's um, as kind much of as the, we like him, it shows. Ned's kind of the prospect, right? He's a guy who could be given yes. a look in the future. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe he definitely. was in the yeah. same draft Nadelkovich. class. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a fan favorite. People really like him. And they're ready for you know his time to come. You know where he's the man. You know in that, but you know when he's kind of been up here, you know it shows. You know in his frankly inexperience at the NHL level because yeah, AHL is a step below, but that's a damn big step yeah yeah 
absolutely, absolutely. Um, I also want to get your guys, just in general, your your thoughts on the 2014 playoff tournament. I know people have some mixed feelings. You know, is that too many teams to let in? And if not, then how would you go about that? I mean, like, what do you guys think just in general about uh, the 2014 playoff tournament for this season? Jared, I'll let you take the reins for the I actually first had part. That down as, I actually had that down yeah, as a down, question yeah. for you <laughs> as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, personally, I think it's a mixed bag. I think it's the best that they could do under the circumstances um, because you obviously had to let you know those 16 teams that were going to make the playoffs in. Um, yes. But you also had teams like the Rangers, the Panthers, the Blackhawks, so many other teams that were making those late season pushes that very well could have gotten in. Um, mm-hmm. So it's fair for them to get in. But on that flip side, you do have teams that were slipping. Um, like Montreal, I think we all agree they probably shouldn't be in the mix. But to accommodate you know, those teams that were making those pushes, they're in there. As much as I love Arizona, um, they're probably my number two team. They were slipping. They weren't necessarily looking like the playoff team that they were early on, but now they're in the mix. So I feel it's the best that the NHL could do to accommodate everything that was going on. Yeah. Yeah, well said. Um, as, as for me, um, it's it's going to be hectic. I, I feel like that's just going to be outright. It's going to be hectic. It'll be fun. But it's just going to be so mm-hmm. much. Oh yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be nuts. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Fan, you know? yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you got like hockey every night. You know, you got twenty four teams, and they doing the what is it? A best of five, I think, is what the first best round of is five for the Rona round, and then everything else is best of seven. We're calling the qualifying yeah. round the Rona round here yes. um, because it's obviously <laughs> one off thing. You know, the twenty four team yeah. playoff isn't going to be the future or anything so like. Okay, we're gonna have fun with. It. We're calling this shit the run around. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know the run around. It's it's gonna be quick. You know, I I wonder if they're gonna they're still doing like regular playoff type. If it goes past third period, they're doing like overtime, double overtime, just continue on. I right. I think it would be a little bit better if they stuck to like the five minute three on three overtime, then go to shootout. But I could also see that being an issue should they do that. But I'm honestly just happy to be able to watch some hockey on TV, and it. I hope it works out. That that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do too. Hey all there, right. guys. I'm here to interrupt you once again. It's your boy. Um, now one thing. Now that I've done. Now that I've found the discharge that I host, I need. I'm kind of hungry. Um, and you know what I'm going to snack on real quick? I'm going to snack on a Built Bar, the fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar. Um, Built Bars are delicious. They have flavors for everyone. Um, whether you like coconut, you hate coconut like me, or if you're a weirdo that doesn't like peanut butter, um, there is something for everyone. So go on over to www.builtbar.com and tell them, or actually not tell them, enter the promo code LOCKED ON. that's all caps, no space, for $10 off your first order of Built Bars. Go on over, get you a nice little snack, you little snackers.
Hey there, guys. Um, we've mentioned this before, um, but here on Locked On Hurricanes and across the Locked On Podcast Network, we stand against racism and social injustice, and we see everything that's going on. And that's why we, the hosts of Locked On Hurricanes, as well as hosts from across the entire network, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. Walker and I, we both decided that we're going to donate our entire month of June earnings from the show to help this fight um, against racism and social injustice in, uh, in our home. And we encourage you to do the same um, in your home. Um, So go to, www.lockedonpodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter to make your own donation with us and along with every other show on the network. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. So that was part one of our interview with Mr. Schick from the Locked On Rangers. Be on the lookout tomorrow for part two and the conclusion of this interview. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good one.